0: Five, four, three, two, one. 4, 3, 2, And you know I had to tell them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The earth is flat. Yeah. Bro, you need to check your facts. Black, black. I got high up through the groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I landed on the moon. The moon's flat, too. Damn, flat. In reality, black. everything is just in 2D. Came from 1983, Besides sides growing up and down the street. But all sleep. Call me BOB, cause I don't see the curve. Nah. Messing up my vibe, yeah, you got a lot of nerve. Nah. Read a book, nah, I don't wanna learn. Nah. Read a book, nah, I don't We don't say it, we just pray it. I'ma leave it, not my it. Do your research, how much I gotta say it. Earth is flat. Bro, you need to check your facts. I got high up through the roof. And I landed on the moon. The moon flat blue. In reality, everything is just in 2D. Came from 1983. Besides, going up and down the street. While y'all sleep, y'all
1: sleep, y'all sleep.
2: How are you doing? I'm Mikey Jane. You're tuned into another edition of KGP Presents. This is another special edition because I was invited to be a part of a panel called the Monday Night Master Debaters. Um, I was surrounded by some amazing guests, including Ryan of the Dangerous World Podcast, Kyle from the Big Dumb Podcast, and Legit, Legit Bat Podcast. And of course, we were accompanied by our host, Matt of The Great Deception Podcast, who I uh, recently interviewed. Uh, we went over an, a large array of topics from Snake Venom to Flatter to Toy Story. We even talked about our favorite shows before podcasts were even a thing. Uh, we even uh, touched on the, the recent subway, um, the New York subway bombing. Uh, most importantly, we got to hang out together and, and hang out with these guys. Uh, it was so much fun. Um, You know, I wish I had time to do this every week because I definitely would. Um, You know, in the physical world, it's very hard to find people like this because, you know, it's hard to have these discussions without feeling like, you know, I have to bite my tongue and like I have to like pretend I'm in this, you know, blue pill uh, mentality because uh, so often you know I just get attacked whenever I blurt out something that I, that I disagree with that I that everybody's agreeing with that they've seen on mainstream news and I'm just like shaking my head and biting my tongue and I, I really so much want to say stuff but I but I can't alienate myself and, and get fired so um, but anyway I mean this is what these discussions are about it's just being around like-minded people and you know it just being comfortable and just having a conversation that we can't have in our normal lives but um that's pretty much pretty much what we did on this episode and i'm pretty excited to be a part of it and uh moving along uh, uh this summer i have some major plans um i will be having some amazing guests appear on this show including Randy Randy from the Red Pill Podcast, another show with uh, awesome Austin of the Melodome. Um, he doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to invite him again. Uh, Carissa Flatter at the University and Sean Hibbler of The Next Level, the movie. And if you want to be a part of the show, I'm really just leaving my door wide open. You can send me an email. And if you want to be a part of it, uh, please reach out to me. You can send an email to info at... Um, KGUP1065.com. I promise I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I'm still working on my book, uh, in case you're wondering, which is still scheduled to be uh, released at the end of this year. Um, I'll also be doing a, a t-shirt giveaway. So if you want to become a monthly Patreon subscriber, it's only three bucks a month and you automatically get placed in a monthly drawing. And if uh, At the end of each month, I'll draw a name and at the end of the show, and you'll get a free t-shirt, just like the one I'm wearing right here. And uh, (laughs) if you just want to buy a t-shirt just like this one, uh, you can get get one by going to www.kgp1065.com forward slash shop. Uh, Nothing means more to me than someone walking around town with this shirt. Um, I wear mine like... Every weekend, so um, people do ask me, "Well, what this shirt is?" And you know, and then I tell them that, "Oh, did you know that there's a flat Earth behind the astronaut?" And it's kind of like a, a contradiction, and so it, it gets a conversation started, and people want to know. And it, you know, it's so funny; people don't look at me as crazy as you would think bringing up flat Earth, because you know, people are really interested. I think it's just mainstream social media that has demonized. Uh, this conversation but uh, people are really curious and uh, which was kind of like the whole purpose of me doing the show because I was talking to a lot of people and like people didn't look at me like I was a crazy person which is very surprising but um, yeah uh, I just want to uh, have this little intro before we get into the show um, so you know um, that was my opening so I hope you enjoy this show hit that like button Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already subscribed, and I will see you at the end of this. All right.
3: And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters, my favorite show of the week. The worst day of the week is Monday for most people. You know, you get off to a rough start, but we get to have a great conversation tonight. Tonight I have with me from the Big Dumb Podcast, Mr. Kyle Rainey. Kyle, thanks for joining us. What's going on, Matt? Good to be here, as always. It's a pleasure. Uh,
4: the Debaters is one of my favorite shows to listen to and to be a part of, so thank you, man. It's an honor. Do you guys got tank tops now? We got, we've got. we had tank tops, dude, but it's just now getting warm enough to bust them out, you know, and uh, tickets are on pre-sale right now for the gun show. Uh, we're still working up on the inventory. You know, we can't really go to a show without having some things to to move, some product to sell, so don't you know you see a lack of product right now don't worry by the time the tickets go on full sale to the public they'll be there okay but yes you can get a tank top uh with uh
3: our logos and on it so uh check it out excellent and we have mikey from kgup presents how you doing bud
2: good how are you it's a pleasure to be here on the master i mean monday night master debates for the first time so i'm I'm pretty excited to be on here and kind of share my thoughts and you know listen to you guys at the same time. It's pretty awesome. I listen to you guys every I mean, all your shows. I mean, I mean, I haven't checked out the the Big Dumb podcast yet, so I got to check that out. Oh, sure. it's
4: OK. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Dude. fun,
3: man. Kyle, my friends don't even listen to my show. So
2: my mom
4: listens to my I show. I don't barely. know
3: anyone in real life that listens to my show. I, I have one crazy neighbor that was like stalking me. And the only way I could get rid of her was to say, hey, just go listen to my podcast. And and then like she started texting me about it and I had to just enough was enough that's weird that's yeah. kind of funny
1: actually dude, dude. what's your, what's your first name welcome to my name?
3: life in 2022 you know <laughs> it's one of those where if if it's weird it will happen to me right now i'm in i'm in that kind of phase so good well time. that's
1: such a bad idea matt to be like i don't want to talk to you go listen to my podcast and all this
3: interesting stuff that i talk about you know what i mean and then she's just going to be like more obsessed Oh, yeah. But that's then I don't have to talk. You can hear everything because I don't have any other thoughts than what I say on this. Right. That's it. I give you a week's worth (laughs) of of thoughts in one night and we're good. But no, I mean, it is what it is. It's 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 2022 crazy fucking times, man. That's all I know. It's it's just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And uh, and I wanted to just start off with this because it's kind of a fun, weird one. And, and you and Ron just did a, a cool episode on this whole snake venom thing. And I don't want to go too crazy with it and deep, but just the idea of it, right? And the idea that they could do something to the water. And, and that, that ability to do something to the water would really wreak havoc if Mm -hmm. they could do it right Mm -hmm. um i don't know how plausible it is though i mean i want to i want to hear what you guys have to say about it yeah i would say that
1: you know anyone that doesn't think and we actually say this in that episode you know anyone that doesn't think that they would mess with the water you know they being the government in this case or some regulatory board that you know it's not your your local municipal water people they're not in on the whole thing it's someone at a higher level um you know the manufacturers of the chemicals because your water gets treated no matter what right could happen before it's really even in their system um but the they that we're talking about they've poisoned the water for years with fluoride you know what i mean this is a fact and um so yeah dude it's a it's definitely nothing new but it would be like extra diabolical if it was something like this
4: yeah I mean, uh, they go ahead sorry no, I mean good. they
2: put on hazmat suits to put in the fluoride and then it's this industrial version of it. and the people who work for these city municipalities they have to sign an NDA a non-disclosure agreement. so they cannot talk about what they put in the in the water. They're not allowed to discuss it. So even if we were to approach somebody if we knew somebody, I mean we, they could be fired for revealing it that you know sued probably right yeah yeah
4: and and just the fact that we know that i mean i get my annual water report every year any i'm sure you guys get the same too even if you rent the city that you live in they send out that report and you i mean the fucking shit that's in my water here in west texas i've got high levels of i mean it's all appropriate levels right it's all safe for human consumption but i've got uranium plutonium high, high levels of calcium. I mean, our water is so hard out here. I mean, it, it's like our, you put a humid a humidifier in the room, the thing breaks within a couple of weeks because it just calcifies around the element. Uh, we've got uh, more lead than Flint, Michigan in our water. And where's our fucking, you know, billions of Obama dollars, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, it, and I'm sure a lot of cities, especially, well, I would say, especially smaller towns have that as well. And I, I didn't know, Mikey, that they had, you know, signed NDAs to put the shit in the water. But I actually used to live uh, close to uh, the water treatment facility in my old hometown. And it would just smell like shit all the time. Like you, you knew when you were entering town because you drive right over the bridge into the water, past the water plant. And my house was like right across. It always smelled like shit, dude. And then growing up in Dallas, uh, it was it was a. Uh, I remember my teachers in, in school saying how great the water in Dallas was because it was so high in fluoride, which was great for your teeth. They were like, "Oh, it's so good, you know your teeth are a lot stronger, it's great, it's all good. And I'm like, then why are there so many goddamn dentists everywhere? <laughs> I mean, yeah. everywhere you go, there's another dentist's office popping up. but uh, and those are just things you, you don't think about when it comes to what's in the water, but it, if the, going back to this this hypothesis of the snake venom, You talked about the ability, right, Matt, the ability to do something like this. I think they have the ability to do it, whether or not it's what this whole hypothesis is. I don't know, but I think they could
1: if they wanted to. Yeah, dude, for sure. I mean, that that was one thing that uh, we were saying again and again was that for a theory, it's too perfectly set up you know usually you can poke more holes in theories for conspiracies that really get some legs on them you know what i mean like people will run with stuff that really doesn't make any sense and it's like okay there's no historical facts to back this there's no medical facts to back this like the ivermectin and the monoclonal antibodies being anti venomous as well as anti parasitic. I mean, that was mind blowing when I looked into that, and I looked into that myself because I was like, "Okay, dude, that's a little much." And I looked into it, and sure enough, dude, you know, um, what else was there? There's the freaking resveratrol and the, the doses was a big part for me too. Another resveratrol, uh, yeah, the nicotine was huge. But it yeah. felt
4: like one of those op- this ops that is is sprinkled with lots of little bits of truth into it. You know, we saw that in the Q movement. And look at the title of the documentary itself. Watch the water. What is what did Q always say? Watch the water. You know, it felt like a dog whistle to the Q people, but it was sprinkled with truth, like the nicotine aspect. That was something I heard months and months. uh, You know, probably a year and a half ago about the whole COVID thing that smokers and people who use nicotine products had a lower chance of contracting the virus. and that was something, because I I'm, I use nicotine, so I thought that was super fascinating. So I upped my nicotine consumption. To all <laughs> Probably not overall healthy, but I haven't gotten sick, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I said one thing a second ago that I fucked up. Uh, not resveratrol, remdesivir is what I meant. The, you oh, know, the doses. That was um, true about that, too, that it's so fucked. That it's high in the, the toxin. It's either crate or cobra. I think that the cobra was in the actual strain of whatever we thought covid was and then the crate venom which is another highly highly venomous snake that i guess like one bite can kill 85 men from a crate it's insane um but yeah matt what was the thing that stood out to you about it dude like you know because you are uh, more you know you like concrete things when you're looking into shit like this what 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 was just so you know provocative to
3: you well how fast it blew up I mean, it just it just took off overnight and out of nowhere, like we hadn't heard anything about any of it. And then all of a sudden, boom, Snake Venom was everywhere. Everybody was talking yeah, about yeah. it. And 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 like you said, where it came from, the, those guys are kind of the ultimate fear porn salesmen. Yeah. So I always take what they say with a grain of salt. You know, they're much like the, the the videos. There's some truth into what they're saying. But at the end of the day, they're really trying to sell you on some supplies so yeah, yeah. steve peters
1: is very christian too to the point where it's weird because he he's like a born again guy and that always is a weird thing to me you well, know he's what just I mean? like, like those
3: tv preachers then you know i mean yeah. they, they, they live in mansions and they're just taken 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 but they're gonna say they're oh yeah i'm a christian i mean it's it's a mask and, and a lot of these people wear them too and i, yeah. I don't buy into that shit the, the the you look into it the more extreme and we talked about it last week with the or yeah with the diets you know the more extreme you get it's like religion you're gonna get to that outer edge and eventually you lose credibility and i don't know i just can't buy into a lot of it because now on the other side of it you you look at they have to produce a story every day right so it's got to be something with a little bit of spark to it so you got to figure some days they're just blowing smoke because they need to just put something out there um yeah and that's long story short, price. I am I am
1: buying a uh, little uh, water distiller for sure. It's only, I, I found one for 78 bucks. You can get them online at yeah, uh, home oh, 78 nice. bucks, dude. It doesn't need electricity, just a heat source. Yeah. And I'm going to get one, dude. You know, I'm going to give one to my dogs because, like Kyle was saying, dude, my hot water heater breaks the element and it breaks every couple months because of how freaking uh, hard our water is, dude. Um, that can't be good to put in your body. I know calcium is good for you, but you can get too much of anything. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna get one, and I think I'm gonna buy the five gallon. It's like 130 bucks. And Why this, not? Is you know, like what I mean?
4: Distiller. It's not a well because when you distill water, it's purified,
1: but you can't just drink distilled water all the time, right? Well, I'm glad that you say that, Kyle, because they actually have uh, trace elements that you can buy for relatively cheap, and you can put that in the water. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It comes with all kinds of stuff there was even uh there was some i'll actually look while we're talking there was some really incredible stuff that like there's like stuff that you can even add to the additives um so you can buy just your basic minerals and and stuff and then you can also buy some that's kind of like heightened i guess right there was i thought i swore there was some that had like kratom in it too i know you oh oh oh, okay (laughs) yeah so it's just interesting you know what i mean Well, I know um, you can
4: get like those, uh, they have, I know Alex Jones sells it on his website. You can get them other places. They're like the Alexa Pure water filtration systems that actually do, because most water filtration does not filter out fluoride. I don't even think distilling water can necessarily get the fluoride out. Uh, But these particular filters that you can buy, I think it's Alexa Pure is the brand. You can get uh, fluoride, the filters filter out the fluoride in it as well, along with viruses, poisons it it does it all apparently and you can get those life straws too so you can literally go in like uh, some piss water some you know puddle on the street and just drink out of it like that and it filters it at least most of the shit out of it too so those are just good news to have
1: right in in any situation right people listening out there you know i have some good news for the fluoride aspect of it though like according to at least just a quick search um the distillation process removes fluoride oh there you go so yeah, so that's the whole thing, man. Like, and then I'm obviously gonna run it through a filter still. Um, what does distilling know? the water do, though? Is it just boiling the water and
4: uh, it steams it essentially, right? Okay, like a like the smart water, right? It's like they steam it and then let it drip back down into a another tank or something like that. It
1: turns. Yeah, Matt, am I container. able to share an image? Matt, uh, yes. Okay. Sorry, whoever was gonna talk, sorry to interrupt. I just I'll pull up an image here. Go ahead, Mike. I
2: was just saying that it it uh it turns the water into a vapor and then it recycles. Mm. So just just like making, you know, grain alcohol. Like <laughs> yep. it kind of just puts it through this whole system and it transfers it the so all the impurities are left behind. Mm-hmm. And Think about what, that. One day the in
3: the future you're gonna have to run like a moonshine operation of water
2: oh yeah, yeah dude well, liquor back in the have day
0: to...
3: they used to they wouldn't drink the water they would just drink beer because it
4: was actually yep. safer to drink than the fucking water out of the rivers because even yeah. a thousand years ago people were just fucking throwing all their shit in there so they would have to make beer to actually stay hydrated
1: yeah it's a crazy thing but yeah so this is what it is right here you know and what what's that mean? made I'm out sure. of ryan <laughs> dude well, you're going to get the fucking
4: uh probably the is going to come after you look yeah. like fucking Breaking Bad over here dude
1: <laughs> yeah uh what's it made out of yes uh yeah what see. metal well there's copper coils um probably aluminum looks like, looks like stainless steel honestly I don't know yeah. it could be aluminum rubber pad open cooling copper coils water pump oh probably, it does um, say stainless steel this isn't the one that I looked at, um, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's just an interesting thing, and and I figured, you know, like if nothing else, maybe that'll be just a good way to uh, to try to get a little healthier. You know what I mean? Well, like, let's like, get the snake venom out of the water though? That's what I <laughs> need. Supposedly, I mean, that's that's according to if this is a real thing, it'll it'll remove peptides and and proteins and shit like that out of the water too. I mean, if it can get fluoride out and filters can't remove fluoride, I would think it could take out any kind of toxin at all. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I use a Zen water filter, which is a gravity filtration, just like the the Alexa Pure Pro. Okay. And I actually use Pro Pure water filters, and it's it's ceramic, and it's supposed to filter out ninety nine point nine percent of the impurities. But I did get sick. What was uh, the
4: brand? Back- I'm sorry, the Zen you said.
2: Yeah, Zen water filter. You you can look it up on Amazon or eBay. let writing that
4: down. Thank you. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. And um. But I was just about to say, like, I got my wife and I, we got sick in January and it was really bad. I mean, you, you uh, Ron from what, what's that um, something planet, Wicked, Wicked. Planet, yep. he um, he was saying that, you know, the symptoms of the venom is that you get constricted um, lungs where you can't breathe. That's exactly what we had gone through. And it was very excruciating. Like you're, you have a really tightness in your chest and it was unlike any kind of sickness I had ever felt. I mean, I've had the flu before, but it wasn't anything like this. And um it just made me think that they're just putting it in, in the sky, dropping it, you know, through those chemtrails. If you guys believe in that.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, it's interesting, Mikey, because I, I feel like after hearing you say that I've heard so many different people talk about so many different symptoms related to the virus right and that's Mm -hmm. one of the things that's it's been really weird everybody it's hit everyone a little bit differently um and normally you kind of get a standard you know with the with the seasonal flu or whatever it is you kind of get that you know what to expect. Everybody kind of has the same thing. It goes around, you know. This it's like some people it stays with them for a couple of weeks. Some people longer. Some people a couple of days. It's and, and and the symptoms are so varied, but everyone seems to mm-hmm. at some point hit an extreme. You know, something is gotten really bad. Whether it's heavy chest, whether it's you know your your lungs, uh, breathing issues, congestion. you know, uh, just everything and i find it interesting i don't i don't know and i'm i'm more along the lines of what you guys were just saying before that it's it's more of what's being sprayed than we're being led to believe
2: i mean it could be a combination i mean we can't really trust the corporations that make you know coca-cola products or any i mean they could easily just spike the 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 sodas that we drink. I mean, it's stuff well, that we just take for granted every day.
4: Well, and, and you, we have the FDA to, you know, supposedly keep that like with food, you know, Coke and things like that to like regulate that. But the mm-hmm. FDA has proven over the last two years and probably farther beyond, but especially these last two years that they don't give a fuck. They will just let anything go through. If you grease the wheels enough, it does not matter. So I would not be surprised if something, well, except they're like going after like, you know, cabbage, you know, someone gets e. <laughs> e. coli from, from a, from a batch of cabbage or some lucky charms or something and they go ape shit over it. Meanwhile, there's hundreds of thousands of vaccine adverse reactions being reported. There's uh, the water issues in every major city in the country. I mean, and uh, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if they were just letting some shit like that slide. And maybe they purposely, if let's say they did put it in, coke or something it would make sense that people who drink a lot of coke and uh uh ryan i know don't don't you you, like do some some coke stuff don't you i work for pepsi Yeah, Yeah, i I, I put that out
1: there now i slipped up way too many times and so now it's just out there yeah pepsi so so
4: well we know pepsi's cool but coke fuck those now they're
1: not (laughs) i know pepsi pepsi can
4: suck ass any day dude they're the worst (laughs) but uh i'm just saying it would make sense you know most of the people who got sick were Overweight, unhealthy, lots of junk food. So, why not slip it in a Twinkie or a fucking Diet Coke? I mean, it, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's just say that. I don't have any evidence for that, but just
1: we're hypothesizing here. It makes sense. Well, there was that thing that came out that aborted fetal tissue is in a lot of products, right? And that's just one of those weird, like satanic ritual things where, you know, people that don't believe in abortion um i'm kind of impartial on it i do think that it's disgusting when people are super pro-abortion especially like late term i think that that's just insane
3: post um
1: post-term is actually becoming a thing now too and what maryland and trying to trying to push it in colorado um i I definitely err on the side of like let's not do that let's not do abortions at all but i do believe in like freedom of choice for your body and that means that sometimes some shit's going to go down that you don't appreciate right just like freedom of speech um there was a lot of these anti-vax people that were too far to the right and I'm pretty far right but like they were too far to the right saying like you can't have abortions but you can't fucking make me take a vaccine you know what I mean it's like dude like you're trying to control someone else's body i know you see it as murder but mm-hmm. you know some people don't see it that way and i don't know it's it's one of those slippery issues where it's just one of those topics that you can't change anyone's mind realistically no matter what side they're sitting on but Matt you're bringing up the idea of, uh, you know, people suffering different symptoms. And that was one thing that was brought up in that watch the water thing where it's such a trace amount of this venom that any, you know, comorbidity or preexisting condition that you may have, whether it's with your joints, cardiovascular, uh, liver, kidneys, whatever the weaker, the organ or whatever part of your body, this venom attacks first. Right. So that's why like, you know, someone dies of uh, hepatitis, it, after drinking all this poisonous water well you know he he died of hepatitis or this diabetic you know had problems with the pancreas and that's why they died you know what i mean this this heart disease dude had a heart attack this cancer patient died you know what i mean it's just it's it, it's the perfect bioweapon and as they say it's the most ancient bioweapon that there ever
3: existed well and it's so funny because i'm i'm watching this show uh for all mankind on like it, i guess it's, yeah. on, it's on apple tv and i'm towards the end of the first season of it and there's an episode on there and this woman's in the hospital and they pan and it's a a poster that says vaccinated with a question mark and then it says get your boosters and it has a rocket ship taking off you know and like a nasa type thing and then they pan away from it and circle around and then they just show her back with that thing and ironically the colors of the poster are blue and yellow and it's like this was 2019 <laughs> going into 2020. Uh, it's, it's like it's it just shows too how far it's back too easy. Goes, but uh, in all honesty, I recommend this show for a lot of you know people like us because it's it's somewhat comical in the sense that it's a it's a alternate history show they call it where the Soviets make it to the moon first. And, it's called
4: for all mankind.
3: Yeah. And
4: this, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: And, and not only do they land a, you know, the astronauts first, they also land a woman first. So not only oh yeah, well then then NASA, <laughs> well, so what NASA does is the whole spin on the, this show is basically, you know, they got to get a woman, not only they have to get all these women in leadership positions and, and just push them through and get all these women to do things just because they need the optics of the woman doing it. And it's like, man, it's, it's wild. And it's crazy. They have uh Teddy Kennedy as, as a president, he becomes president of the United oh States God. and Dude, that's like, so weird. Russia and America are like based on the moon at the same time. It's, it's, it's wild. So I recommend Dude. it to people because what they do is they also let out these little bits of truth. Like they're talking about the rover or one of the, the uh, machine, you know, aircraft that they used. And they're like, yeah, it's basically paper-thin metal. Like you could poke a hole in it with a with a needle. And this is supposedly what we're landing or uh, using on the moon. So. Well, did I like that concept
4: of, uh, you know, the Russians got a woman on first, so they outwoked us, you know, and I think I think if we if we had a comment, like if right now, we, everything's going woke. Right. You know, and that's happening now in America. They're trying to get, you know, diversity on these, uh, you know, boards of companies and in leadership positions. What we need is another Cold War and it, we have to outwoke each other. Then we'll then people will go along with it. Right. It's like, no, we need her in, in place because she's going to defeat those dirty Soviets right? We need the, her power to do it or the black woman's power to do it. It's just, that's so funny, dude. The fact that that's part, like a concept in the show and it's subtle, right? Cause they're not like saying it's woke. They're just saying it, but it's there, right? When was the show made? Yep. 2019. Yeah, dude. That's when all that shit was ramping up. So uh, that's, that's hilarious, dude. I will check that out. And when it also, you talked about alternate history, right? The Soviets landed first. It's like that other show man in the high castle where the axis wins world war ii they get the bomb first they bomb dc and the nazis and the japanese split america in half and 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 take over so pretty pretty crazy
1: the italians just fucked in that deal or what oh the the italians didn't get
3: shit yeah yeah they didn't get anything it was just japan and germany italians yeah
2: (laughs) But that's yeah, I wanted crazy- to watch that the man in the high castle, but I never got around to seeing. it. Oh, it's
4: it's great. What it gets into, like, parallel universes and shit like that. And it it's it's based off a book series. But and of course, every you know book to movie or whatever just gets butchered. But it's OK. You know, it's in, some of the yeah, concepts right. are interesting, like, you know, they're the, the Nazis basically like gave all the Americans an ultimatum like. The American military. So, like the one of the main characters, he was a major in the American military. Then the bomb dropped on DC, and he had like 48 hours to to choose whether or not he was gonna just join. Cause they didn't like. It's not like the Germans were ruling here. They just converted everybody here to Nazis, and they answered to uh Berlin. So it's it's pretty interesting. Like there's still a lot of American culture, like baseball and hot dogs and things like that. But it's Nazified. It's pretty crazy.
1: Well, the Germans love hot dogs. They call them Frank Frankwurst, right? Frankfurters, Frankfurters, yeah, dude, it's, So uh, you know they like those phallic foods over there. Um, so yeah, eat. man. There's uh there was something I was gonna bring up. I completely lost it, but I mean, I uh, the rails there, Probably had to do with woke. Yeah, or God, snake. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, the woke thing is a big distraction in my opinion, because it gets people arguing. It's like all these other hot topics, right. Where Like, like we are just talking about abortion, um, the death penalty, all these stereotypical things, you know, there's going to be a time where critical race theory is if it's not already, it, it's going to be thrown in there as one of those like stereotypical talking points for any politician. And I just saw in Florida, they just, uh, stopped like 430 textbooks for math uh they they denied them to to implement them into their curriculum because they're too critical race theory forward like Hmm. you know obviously we've heard the whole thing math is becoming racist it's wild to think like idiocracy is becoming real dude like if this if these policies were in place in school when i was there i'd be a fucking doctor right now i wouldn't be having a fucking podcast i'll tell you that you know what i mean I would be a doctor and I would be killing so many people on accident because my math and my science is horrible. And I just couldn't, I would, I don't have the steady hands for any of that stuff, but, but I would be able to but get you there try
3: hard Ryan. So we're going to get, we're going to give you whatever you want.
1: No, you'd
4: probably tr- be a nurse's assistant because you're white. You wouldn't be able to rise to the rank of doctor.
1: So well, that's the thing, Kyle. Mean, I I identify as a uh, handicapped black female, so I think that's the whole point. You're in when you're, yeah. <laughs> then then you're good. You know what I mean? And then you're just a, a, a fat black. Uh, even though I'm like a you know mid sized white dude, I'm a fat black chick that's got one leg, and uh, I'm the best doctor in the world. And then and you know, you're boom. retarded, so you're good to go. And I'm retarded, so I mean I've, I'm hitting all bases and. I mean, I'm gonna be like, they're gonna name a, a university after me if <laughs> if I lived in this time, dude. You know what I mean? It's just, it sucks. Raquisha Dean
4: University. That's what it'd be, Raquisha Dean.
1: Yeah, Raquan, Raquanda,
4: Raquanda. There you go. Perfect.
1: <laughs> Beautiful, right?
0: Yeah, dude.
4: Well, hey, Mikey, I wanted to ask you. Um, you you said you you ha- hosted a radio show, and you just woke up in the last 12 months.
2: Can it's been a of, slow transition. I, I think
4: you're transitioning. That's even better. I mean, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but can you kind of <laughs> walk yes, us transition. This, this transition of yours? Like, I because you know, I think Matt and Ryan and I we've all kind of been into this at least for a few years, if not longer. So, I'd love to hear what kind of what 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 was the turning point for you in your journey? Because that's, I mean, I'm I, a lot of people woke up, but not a lot of them are speaking up right now. So, I'd love to hear what you what well, you thought. Process
2: God, there's, there's been so many like little wake ups, you know, like realizing that all of our, all of television is just a media propaganda machine. And that started with Edward Bernays. And that was back in 2008 when I heard about Bernays in college. And I was like, well, how, how can we believe anything that's on television if the television has been designed to program us ever since the beginning? And it's never sat well with me. No one would ever research with me, so I was kind of like I felt alone. And uh, I did discover um, Alex Jones, and and I was like a hardcore fan until about 2016. And then after Trump won, because I voted, and you know my wife and I we went to the polling booth, and they you know we're we're in Los Angeles, and uh, they set our ballots aside and they put it underneath the 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 counting machine you don't have like
4: electronic machines you just have to you have to fill out a ballot and run it then it runs through a machine yeah yeah that's when you can't do paper ballots the
2: the machine didn't even look like it was hooked up in any any kind of like wi-fi you look like old technology from like 20 years ago and so they put our our ballots underneath and then i was like they didn't count our vote and then in January, at the end of January, uh, we finally got a notice in the mail saying, your vote's been counted. I was like, it's January. He's already been elected. So none of this matters. So that, that was like one, one, of a, one of the red pills. And then, um, you know, all 2012, all the way up until now, I've been running a, a radio station for independent artists. And until... 2020, when everything went down, I, um, you know, I was just interviewing music artists. I, I was still kind of like, you know, I was listening to, to, you know, political conservative talk and just kind of like half red pill, half blue pill. Oh, so you, and,
4: were, you were identified as conservative before this, right? So you did, you voted for, for Trump and, but yeah. you were more like the Fox News kind of thing, uh, you know, Glenn Beck. I, I, uh,
1: I
2: never like Fox News.
4: <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. I, I, Rush.
2: Yeah, I, I listen to Rush Limbaugh, but uh, as soon R. as R. the B. pandemic happened, I, I almost knew almost immediately. Three weeks in, into the pandemic, is my my wife lost her job and and my I was like, let's move to Texas, and because uh, I don't want to be locked down if the borders were in fact going to be locked down because there was this, Alex Jones was like, oh, you know, Trump is gonna declare martial law, you know, they're gonna close the borders. You're not gonna be able to get out. So I was like, let's get out because <laughs> I don't want to take any chances. And the the whole California never really returned back to normal. And so I had a feeling that it wasn't gonna return to normal. So we came out because my mother-in-law, she lives you know near Dallas. And so we ended up moving out here and, uh Dude, you know, we're we gotta hang out. I've been somewhere. here for, yeah, yeah, I'm we've from, been here for two years now.
4: That's awesome, dude. Well, welcome to fucking Texas. Glad to have you. Uh, but that's so. It, it was COVID that really turned you. You were always kind of curious, kind of, kind of little, yeah. you know, red pill by you know, curious, you know, kind of just kind of, you know, dipping your feet in, maybe watching a little AJ when your wife's not home, you know, busting out the lotion, the red pill lotion, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, once COVID hit, you went full. You can completely uh, came out of the closet. That's awesome, man. That's that's really great. And now you're uh, actively trying to spread the truth to people through your through your platform. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I Dude. got really into like the whole flat earth conspiracy and mud floods and
4: oh all, god all this. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> Matt,
2: don't do it to
4: him. Don't do it to him.
2: Because <laughs> I, I, I met a guy who worked for JPL, the Japanese jet propulsion laboratory and we were i was doing uber at the time and i was taking him to the airport and it was december 17th or december 19th 2017 and we saw the falcon 9 go up and hit across the firmament and i said oh is that aliens because it just lit up the sky it was huge you you could see it for hundreds of miles and uh, he's like oh no that's that's the falcon 9 he just scraped along the the firmament is like we're not supposed to get that close because otherwise that's what it looks like. It looks like we're just, you know, if you have ever been on a lake and you've been wakeboarding, um, there's like a giant wall of water that just you know rushes out from behind the boat. Well, that's what exactly what the the ship did. So when it uh, the rockets the rocket boosters uh, went off, one uh, two of them were going straight up, and the other one was just riding across. And um you could you could see it and it's like this crystalline the uh, thing it, it's it's really weird and uh
4: you've never seen that until Elon Musk started shooting rockets up do you think he wasn't read in like hey man don't go up that high because I know what you're talking about it's that big it, it lights up the night nice sky people in LA always or California are always like, oh my God what is this and everyone's like oh it's it's the SpaceX launch but We've never right. seen a rocket launch do that, at least publicly, until Elon started shooting his dick into space.:
2: <laughs> Right, because they, they normally when they a rocket shoots off, it always parabolic flights, and then you it goes off into the into the distance, and you can't see it anymore. And that's when they start making shit up, and you know, I mean, NASA's been caught lying all throughout you know history you know, I never really believed the, the moon landing. I mean, you know, Hollywood's always made jokes about it because they don't believe it either. But they put it out there. And for us to like find out and, and, you know, dig for the truth, but most of us just want to continue believing in space and science fiction. And I used to be one of those people. I mean, I love Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica and anything that involves space. I was just in on it and wanted to believe all of it. I loved NASA and followed, you know, I went to the the NASA Space Center up in San Francisco. And and just, I was just a big fan. And then I started to like notice mistakes. And then, um, you know, when I was working um, uh, as a school teacher in eighth grade, we showed a video, it was a Vsauce video, and it showed the sun and all the planets just circling and going, you know, jettisoning through space at 1.3 million miles an hour. And I was like, there's no empirical way we can prove this is actually happening. You know, they, they say we have a satellite that's been going out there, the Voyager that we shot out in space since 1972. And it's like, you know, there's no way I mean, we, we can't even have we, we, we can't even build a freaking dishwasher that lasts for, you know, 20, 20 years. And mm-hmm. we're supposed to believe the, these we, things are in deep space below freezing is still out there sending back, sick you know, pictures to us. And it, it, it's just false. <laughs> well, that's
3: two things that there's two things that make me laugh about that show. One is that they just make it seem so easy that they just go back and forth between Earth and the moon. And then the other is the idea of just NASA in general lying, right? And that's yeah. what we've been fed is just constant deceptions from them. It's it's one lie after another you know, starting with, with bringing in Werner Von Braun, you know, through Operation Paperclip and then getting started that way. And the whole, all the occultism involved with it. And it just, you know, it goes back to what Bob's lesson says, you know, space is fake and gay. And, and that's what it's basically come to in my eyes at this point that like, how can you believe any of this stuff? It's, they're telling you it's billions of miles away, but they can, they can basically pinpoint where it is and what it's doing and all this stuff, but we can't even manage our own planet and understand what's underneath the ocean. I mean, we, we don't understand the majority of our planet. It has been unexplored and we're going to worry about the deepest we've gone
2: is the deepest we've gone is 7.78 miles. Yeah. And that's through the, the crust and in the ocean.
3: Well, and that's what's hilarious. Remember the, the model earth that they fed us when we were a kid, you know, it was like, it looked like a baseball with different layers. And, you know, the core was that lava, it was the magma. And how do you know, you haven't been more than seven miles deep. How can you tell me what's down there I, also, you know, now no, looking back, it just makes no sense whatsoever.
2: If, if the core was really that hot, then why, why would these, you know, why would we put these giant computers in underground, to make them cool. Cool, it's
4: cooler under there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: right. It's fucking cold. Uh, it doesn't.
4: It makes it makes one hundred percent sense, dude. I don't. I mean, where's your logic? Figure it out, bud.
3: Well, uh, we got into this one. with uh, like you did with Bob, uh, Kyle. You had Moral Bob on, right? Yeah. 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 Dude, that goes, that goes hard.
2: <laughs> oh, it was br-
3: I, I love Bob and every like once a month we do, I do a show with him and uh, an and odd man in New York Patriot called meeting of the minds. And it's so much oh, fun. Okay. Cause Bob is just odd such a great, great, great mind. And, great. Yeah. But he was talking about, um, Oh shit. What was he talking about with the moon the other day? We were talking about it and, you know, where he goes and, and he, he even went as far as saying, yeah, well, what if this is just like a giant game of like monopoly or risk to them where they're just sitting, you know, out on the edge of Antarctica and they're just putting out different scenarios on us and watching it play out on us. And we're just the the little pawns in the game and
2: like, we're just trying to figure it out.
3: Yeah. I, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about space. The moon, the moon is crazy because, you know how is it it's light cold it's warmer Mm -hmm. to be in in the shade than it is to be in direct moonlight like that just doesn't that throws me for a major loop they say
4: that the the light on the moon from the moon is a reflection from the light of the sun but what about like the especially the last week the sun and the moon have been out at the same time you know what I mean? On opposite you can sides, almost, right? Yeah, right. they're like right here, and you can barely see the moon. Like you can, I mean, well, and there's a chem trail going right across both of them. So <laughs> <laughs> take that for what you will. But, but exactly, it just once you and when you're taught this this crap in school, you're like, oh, okay, blah 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 blah. We don't. That's what it them. is. But you never actually take the time to rationalize it. uh And then once once you're fir- initially like confronted with the possibility that you might've been lied to it's you gotta have some sort of mental fortitude to get past that because most people just shut down uh but if you can rationalize both sides of the argument you can rationalize the textbook argument that you were taught your whole life and this new argument that you've come across and then determine for yourself what what you believe i mean that's real science is taking a hypothesis uh analyzing it testing it I mean, we can't obviously none of us can afford to shoot rockets up into into the atmosphere to look at the curvature of the earth. But, uh, you know, only certain people can. So the information is uh, comes through a a siphon of what uh, of those who have the means to do it. So but just being able to look at what's out there and rationalize your stance on something, whatever it is, is very important. And it's not easy to do. And I, I still struggle with it as well. I'm sure like the snake venom thing, I have not, you know, completely analyzed all of it to rationalize my opinion one way or another. Same with flat earth and hollow earth or globe earth. I There's a, evidence for all of it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's why they get you when you're young, dude. That's why, uh, you know, yep. And and it seems like they're trying to remove parents more and more out of kids lives which is weird it's you know both sick and it's obviously really sad but you know when you're when you're young you're told to listen to the teacher right so anything that that teacher's saying is right and they're all teaching the same curriculum unless so, you're my um,
3: kid and i just tell him question everything that she says everything that she says I have a question <laughs> for her be well, sure to fuck
2: with your teacher today <laughs> yeah well, and every once in a while
3: you'll get a parent like that right but
1: most most parents like realistically dude most parents uh are pretty irresponsible right and and it's good that you actually do that mad that you say like hey dude just because it's an adult doesn't mean that what they're doing what they're saying is is true right i actually was just it's funny you say that because i i actually kind of think since we supposedly have a population problem which i really don't believe why wouldn't the elites if that was truly the problem why wouldn't they put like a license on having a kid like you have to get a license to drive a freaking car which isn't really cool anyway but like why can anyone have a kid you know what i mean there's some horrible people out there that have kids just because they can milk the system well and And you'll have some why ryan
3: because they need they need them for the stock market well they need them for the market in the future you're saying Well, no, they need them for the stock market. They trade on our social security numbers. You know, we, each human has an, as a designated value. So they're not going to, they're not going to just cut that off, you know, but at the same time, like where we're going though, if we are going in a depopulation agenda, that will be something down the road that is addressed much like they did in China, right? With the one, One one child policy. Yeah. Well, they're
1: having a big problem right now, dude. I I just recorded my episode on BlackRock today, and I was finding some really really interesting stuff. Did it work? Um, what?
3: Did it work this time? Yeah. How'd okay. you know it didn't work? <laughs> yeah, you said it didn't work last time. It didn't record. Oh uh, Yeah, dude. Did I say that to you? No, you said it on the on your last podcast with Ron. You were talking about it. How? Oh, you were I'm so, okay. Yeah. See, I forget what I. I forget what I say all the time. I'm like, damn, dude, you must. I thought that was some shady shit that you were talking about BlackRock and it didn't record the episode like
0: why. Yeah, and
1: it was weird because I, I clicked record and it, you know how Zoom does recording started or whatever, you know, and it did yeah. that. And I kept looking up every because I look up when I'm recording, especially when you're talking for 45 minutes and you want to make sure that it's still going. You know what I mean? So I look up. It's a habit of mine. I just look up there every five minutes. Like if I have another window open and I'm reading shit. I'll, you know, click that open, make sure it's going. And then when I click stop record, you know, recording stopped, I heard. And no download on this thing. So it was weird, dude. But, you know, China, they, they paint China as the model country, right? Like, that's the status quo. And um, it's kind of funny, like, you know, when you look at Tron, like, the, you know, the movie Tron, the game Tron, whatever the guy that creates the system he tells clue which is like a clone of himself right it's like this ai thing he says create the perfect system and clue creates a a tyrannical like horrible dystopian future you know what i mean but it's the most efficient perfect system for him for the elite for the people trying to make shit happen communism technocracy corporatism that's perfect for these people because they get the power into you know fewer and fewer hands and then you know they can control all this stuff and they did say um, by 2035 that human beings are actually going to be on the balance sheet of companies so that's a really interesting interesting thing that you bring up with the social security this is a older conspiracy right i mean this is something that people have been talking about for a long time but i mean it's it's in black and white now i forget the agency that was talking about it i can actually just find it right now but yeah by 2035 dude we're gonna be created like we're gonna basically be the same as like a bond or a stock um let's see here yeah 2000 the, the global education futures is what it is we are uh,
3: livestock
1: well dude and you have that whole thing too with fucking uh microsoft filing that patent with uh, the world intellectual property organization um that you know, they can put RFID chips on us and mine cryptocurrency through our brainwaves. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a legitimate patent that Microsoft has. So that makes sense. Dude, when there's no jobs left and people are so downtrodden and Aladdin and BlackRock have completely fucked our lives up, like they're already doing, they're 70% of the way there. But when they complete that task um, and you can't buy a home, you can't buy food or water, you need to freaking work, They'll say, hey, let us put this chip in you. You can do the exact same thing that you're doing right now, and you'll get 5% of whatever cryptocurrency we mine off of your thought process, and your brainwaves, and now you have a job, and you're one of our assets now. You know what I mean? It's insane to look into, dude. It was one of the weirder things that I started seeing when I was looking into this BlackRock show.
3: It's so dystopian. Ugh.
1: It's horrible. It's horrible, dude
3: and think of it as you know growing up as kids you never thought in your wildest dreams you'd be here and and you know i'm talking a matter of 15 years you know things have just changed so drastically that we've gone in that that you know demolition man 1980. i thought i was gonna be an
1: astronaut and go to the moon
3: you know what i mean that was my (laughs) thought Dude, I wanted to be Luke Skywalker. I wanted to fight. I wanted to go fight people in Same. space.
2: <laughs> if, if, it, if it involved space, I dream. I had a dream of it.
0: Oh, yeah, right? I mean,
3: that was the thing. And then yeah. you look at it now, look at the programming now. It's all space and dinosaurs. You can't watch like a kid's cartoon without a, a boy's bedroom where there isn't a globe in there or a rocket oh. ship or, yeah.
4: And I remember when I was
3: in like, uh,
4: like pre-K, like, you know, daycare kind of situation, even the retarded kid wanted to be an astronaut. You know what I mean? This, all he could say was, I want to be an astronaut. So, I mean, I'm not dogging on the kid, but I'm just saying like it, on, it worked on everybody. Everybody wanted to be Luke Skywalker. Everybody wanted to be fucking captain Kirk and, and, you know, all these people. And it's, because it's, it's so – think about it like on a on like a human consciousness level. We are explorers. Our civilization, our, our species are explorers for thousands and thousands of years. You find a new part of town you've never been to. You want to go check it out. You see a fucking cave. You want to go crawl into it and see what's in there. Uh, it's just in our DNA to move out and explore. And what is space? The final frontier. Like, I mean, think about it. Like, it's our – if, there's, if it's what they say it is, it's our time to actually, you know, be the new Christopher Columbus sans, you know, the murder and rape or be the new Leif Erikson sans, the murder and rape. But, you know, we're probably going to murder and rape in space, too, if we get up there. But I'm just saying it's in our DNA to want to explore and, uh, you know, discover. But I mean, when's it going to happen? When's it going to we should
1: have fucking been on 10 planets by now? You know what I mean? If there's something to murder and rape in space, it'll be done by humans <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, dude, There was a a whole even whole a, the programming with uh, with Toy Story. Even dude, you know, you have like this old-fashioned cowboy dude, Woody, and he's got like the chick, and he's got like all the all the toys worship this dude, and then mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear comes in as like the new world order, right? And he's the fucking space guy. Dude, and it's all fake.
4: Toy Story for me. Oh, my God. That was one of my
1: favorite movies. Just, but I mean, it's favorite. all fake. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, he, his thoughts of what obviously he is. You know, he he's a Talking. It's well, obviously fake. Well, I know. But I'm saying like even like in their reality. Right. He thinks yeah. he's a fucking astronaut. And so that's what we are to these to these elites, too. Like, you know, Andy is like the fucking government. And, you know, they actually know what's going on. And all these toys. Andy's mom is the,
4: is the deep state.
1: And the- his mom is George Soros. Dude. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that,
4: yeah. Good point. You're right. You're right. It's a fun
1: huh.
3: little analogy. Yeah. Well, that's an We've interesting never one. He never talks. There's, there's another one ruined. Now, I, I always wondered what attracts us to certain TV shows. Because, you know, I, I used to love TV and movies before, you know, the last like five, maybe 10 years. Um, and one of the things about it is there's certain shows that I can just watch over and over. I've seen it like sopranos. I've seen every episode of the sopranos probably 50 times and it could be on right now and I will sit there and watch it again. And there's certain shows that are like that that get me like that and I cannot figure out for the life of me why they are because it's so random. And do you guys have any shows like that that you know no matter what if it's on or a movie, I'm gonna sit down and watch it.
2: Sopranos is a great show, so I don't blame you.
3: <laughs> yeah, there
2: but are. Some I, I like.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, Mark, I, I, still, want to hear
2: yours. I still love Seinfeld, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, That's
1: a good one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Those are my two go-to's.
1: Can't argue Oh, there. and Cobra Kai. <laughs> those short, like, uh, comedy not really sitcoms i mean i guess seinfeld's a sitcom but i don't know what you'd call sunny it's kind of a sitcom too right i mean i guess yeah. um yeah but yeah dude um those things where you can just kind of throw on in the background there's something about that you know what i mean i do the same the thing.
4: office uh, more oh, times yeah. than i can count just i put i used to put it on to go to sleep and um I never I've actually never watched the end of the last season of The Office because I. It, to me, I don't want it to end. You know, I just anytime Mike, every time Michael leaves, I go back and restart. Um, I'm rewatching Breaking Bad right now with my fiance because I want to watch Better Call Saul, but I want her to know what's going on. So we're watching that. Um, but what I've been doing lately and I recommend this to you guys, there are a bunch of podcast feeds out there of old Art Bell, Coast to Coast, and Dreamland episodes, and I was oh, nice, too young nice. to listen to them, so I feel like I'm reliving a time when I was, you know, a, a little kid, uh, you know, 1996, uh, 2001, 98, all, I mean, just going back and listening to all these all, old whoa, Art oh, Bell whoa. shows and, like, the open lines and all the guests, I mean, I listened to one he did with uh, 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 Lear, John Lear, and fucking Bob Lazar, he had both of those guys on for like four hours. And this was in like 96 or something like that. And I, it's, I put it on to go to sleep or when I don't have any other podcasts to listen to. It is fantastic, dude. That guy, say what you will about him,
3: but he knew how to run a fucking show. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's he and he so can put soothing. you to sleep. He oh, can put you God. to sleep. I used to I I, listen. I'm going to age myself here out of this group of, of young bucks. But I used to listen to that shit on the radio in high school uh, to go to bed. You know, I'd put, i put, I'd throw our bell on late night on, you know, whatever it was. I think it was an AM station too. I got it's it AM, on, yeah. Mm-hmm. but, uh, it was okay, yeah, you know, I yeah. would throw it on there and coast to coast would be on for a couple hours and man, it, some of it was so wild. You're just like, okay. And it's like kind of a TV show. Some of them, you go into it, you're yeah. like, okay, this could be real. And it, it, some of them, you're just like, okay, this is total bullshit. But I mean, people I'm would fax
4: questions. Uh, that's crazy to me. Like, <laughs> uh, here's my open, if you can't get it on the, on the phone calls, uh, you know, east of the Rockies, west of the Rockies, here's my fax number. And people would just type out or write out a fax, a message, and then fax it to them. And that's just, it's it's crazy, dude. It's so funny. But it, it's uh the, the stuff that you're talking about over 20 years ago on that show we're still talking about today it's crazy
2: yeah, yeah i used to love uh listening to george Nori nori on yes. coast to coast and talking Did about the like Big george Foot more than and, art um i you know i never really heard art i think i he transitioned and george kind of took over
4: yeah art yeah. i like 2015 2016 is when art finally kicked oh he died in 2018 but he gave up the show after a uh, while and they and they I did transition that. like they would do like every other night or something i don't know but
2: george george is cool i don't have yeah. a problem with george I, I loved it when they talked about cia stuff and oh, yeah. the the shadow people was it was always a topic that i never really believed in but it was entertaining to listen to you know uh even book bigfoot i i i have my reservations about Bigfoot I mean there are people who swear that they've witnessed it and that like I'm gonna be interviewing a guy Sean Hibbler and he went out to uh, this guy's um, property up in near Austin and uh, he he's like don't go all the way out there but you know out to the edge of the he's he lives by this like wooded area and so he got really close to the fence line and he heard a voice inside his head. And it said, don't come any closer. Mm. <laughs> and then he started to walk closer, and then he said it again, the The Bigfoot.
4: Is that Hibbler from uh, the Flat Earth podcast, or the Flat Earth documentaries? That Hibbler? Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's got a new film that's coming out. It's called The Next Level. Oh, Bigfooter. it's a sequel
4: to Level. Yeah. And that was a yeah. good one. Level was good. Yeah, the yeah. Bigfoot are never, love- man.
3: They're definitely some of that old world fallen angel giant shit Dude, i love what bigfoot represents
1: i'm just not all in on it either you know what i mean like i love what it represents so like i'll i'll throw a bigfoot stickers like i just bought a bigfoot sticker they had a dollar general just <laughs> randomly
0: and i'm That's i mean, mean
1: like i'm i don't believe in it really but um i just love what it represents like I, I feel like it's like the most like personified version of like what conspiracies are you know what i mean
3: yeah got, really? growing up i loved the movie harry and the hendersons Those yeah, i the favorite oh, yeah. movies it's hilarious you know imagine having bigfoot as uh, in your house it's a fucking it's a brilliant idea <laughs> yeah
1: and it also so kind of watching on the
3: weekends you go squatching it helped to to kind of you know
1: like faking the whole thing up you know what i mean like it helped make it so that like yeah dude this is bullshit
3: it's on, on tv show you know what i mean that's um, what They do hide it in movies, right? They I do mean, it a they're, lot. They're going to they want to make it sound fake or well, we'll just throw it in a movie. Then it can't be real. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, you see that with a lot of things, man, that end up coming true, you know, and it's just that that the most recent uh, season of American Horror Story, I've talked about it a lot, dude. They talk about all that it. stuff,
4: dude. I could not watch it. Once I saw the 14 year old girl finger banging herself, I had to turn it off. No, that's not it. Yeah, it was American Horror (laughs) Stories. It was like each episode was its own. No, no, no,
1: no. American Horror Story, the show, not stories. I didn't watch that shit. Oh, I thought I I didn't realize.
4: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: No, there's one where it's a two part series. Like you got like uh, five episodes or three episodes or something that talks about adrenochrome straight up and like that's all that it is then you get into the second part of it and it's all about like aliens they reference the fake moon landing steve jobs is alive on this moon base and all this crazy shit you know what i mean it's just a weird and this is american horror story the newest season
4: yeah so was american horror stories a spinoff yeah okay so i i fucked Hmm. up then okay well i uh, don't watch that because the first episode's about like euphoria yeah a little girl finger banging herself and she's gay don't don't watch it yeah Uh, very uncomfortable for a man to watch by himself uh so what so i need to watch the one
1: you're talking about american it's it's really cool man i won't even say anything if you're gonna watch it just because it's a good i mean anyone that hasn't heard me talk about it dude it's i don't like american horror story i like the first season and then i also like the witch one because the the title sequence is dope i mean that'll just make you wanting to go back and watch it anyway but i mean oh, dude, dude the, that, the
4: what's her face is uh stevie nicks is in it yeah
1: yeah stevie nicks is great yeah. she is a witch she does some dude i don't know if you've ever seen some of her performances like at concerts she's a genuine witch oh yeah a white witch oh yeah, without yeah, the as yeah. in her songs yeah well and it, dude it's nuts when you see her doing her performances watch uh uh, I think it's 17 is the song and, and check out a live performance. I think it's the, the number one, like if you just type in Stevie Nick 17 on YouTube um, she, the way she's moving around, it looks like she's doing some voodoo shit and she's wearing a white flowy dress and um, she's kind of doing like this bouncing around shit. It's just very weird. And it's just kind of like, it gives you that idea, like how like the Mexican witches do like where they're just moving really weird and like trying to conjure up some shit. But, I mean, yeah, dude, her and Tom Petty, they were, you know, they had some kind of relationship going on. Tom Petty's one of the goats, dude. And, um, man, I don't know. What's that? I said RIP. Fuck yeah. That's... Fentanyl got to him, dude.
4: Was it Fentanyl? Yeah, he was one of the, after Michael Jackson, Uh, when all the, you know, it was like 2017, 2018, when all these celebrities started dropping from uh, overdoses, it was because they all switched, they all Started getting fentanyl instead of their traditional heroin and started dying. Dude, he was one of the first big ones to actually yeah. overdose on fentanyl. And and I um my my cousin is a is an addict and he was telling me after I saw him, I mean, he was on death store for months. He's back in the hospital again, he's doing well, but and he's clean. But he told me that he's like, dude, it's an, almost impossible to actually get just like some good black tar heroin nowadays. Everything is fentanyl. And it's not fun. It's just. It's I remember you like mentioned that on the, the new opiate boards. Yeah. The new, op- I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, it, And it goes to the highest levels, dude. Even the like Tom Petty's of the world, love them some fucking heroin. And then they get a bad batch one day that's laced with fentanyl. We're fucking dead.
1: Dude. I just saw that actually in Arizona here, some, uh, a lot of our medical grade marijuana that's sold at dispensaries is being uh, treated with pesticides and the the state government missed it you know what i mean so a lot of people that are buying shit from these dispensaries are smoking chemicals dude Well, there's you not know that,
4: that supposed to be tested like that's why it's corporatized because it's regulated
1: it's supposed to be right. but you know what dude and that's well, my yeah. thing dude. i don't i don't smoke weed anymore and like i don't buy shit from the dispensary but all that it takes dude is for them to like crystallize fentanyl and like fucking spray it on some weed you know what i mean and that There's been busts that actually here in Marana, which is like a little subset of Tucson where I live, where, I mean, there's enough fentanyl being trafficked in from Mexico to kill the entire state. And then probably some of New Mexico and Texas, too, dude. It's like insane amounts because it's just such a potent drug. And I mean, they're busting 100 pounds, 200 pounds. It's fucking nuts. And it's like, dude, you don't need that much of that. You know what I mean? Like a pound could kill like a freaking town from what I understand. So that in the water. There you go. Problem
2: solved. Kill yeah. the snake the Yeah. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Who knows what the fuck? Like, sure you know, they're been... going to, they're going to, each of our fucking uh, assigned uh, NSA and CIA officers is going to hear this and they're going to go, shit, they're onto something. And then they're going to do it and they're going to blame us for it. You know, that's how it goes. Yeah, they're going
1: to be like that chick in the tank top had a great idea. <laughs> it was the chicken dike <laughs> in the tank top. Thanks, dude. <laughs> With my, yeah, dude. My don't a give him ideas.
4: Yeah. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Well, what I mean, what else did y'all want to get into? I mean, uh, the snake. Fa- I don't know, man. It's uh, There's so much shit going on. And sometimes it's fun to just talk about some of the silly stuff, you know, like movies and whatever i don't well, know
1: there was one thing i saw kyle and, and i don't know if you guys saw this at all but um it's not silly it's actually really sad that that uh, unless it's uh, some sort of sacrifice that cristiano ronaldo's son died did you see that who who son? no that? he's like the biggest soccer player in the world besides oh, Messi.
2: yes i did hear about that today
1: yeah dude and his son i guess died of sids which is very weird um usually this kind of stuff doesn't happen with these rich ass people you know who he is, Matt
3: yes well yeah, and you know, Sid, compete, you know what you know what right? sids is associated yeah. with sids is all vaccine yeah That's
1: yeah 100%. and i don't know if they got him vaccinated but yes. um i'm sure he got the vaccine because you know he's a foreigner uh you know athlete you know they usually made all these people do it um but yeah dude i, I just saw that pop up on instagram and uh yeah super sad you know what i mean uh, anytime i guess he's a twin uh twin baby if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. um yeah so right away, there's the the theories. Don't going tell that to
3: Colorado Dank. Why is he on twins? Oh, he'll break that that down into rituals in in no time. Gemini, fucking oh, yeah.
1: yeah, get on all this stuff. Oh, yeah, so well, that's they, the guys, thing.
3: dude. <laughs> they go
1: hard. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everyone has their little quirks, but well, yeah, dude. It, that was just a weird kind of thing that stood out to me as something that could be set up because. Well, yeah. let's
4: talk about the the whole athlete thing, right? Because. You made a good point that he's a foreigner, right? He's a European. Uh, and we see a lot of soccer players dropping at, for the last six months on the field, right? In the middle of a game. Um, but think European soccer players, unless you're at the top and you got a lot of sponsorship deals, you're really not making that much money, right? There's not a huge investment into you from the team or the owner, right? A couple mil, few mil, nothing big, right? So if you drop, you're replaceable. But Um, I I heard this on no agenda and I think it's a a great point. John pointed out that like, for example, the NBA, you sign that NBA contract for $40 million a year. You break your legs. You can't play. You still get paid. Right? So these owners, I don't think would allow their players to take anything experimental like that. So notice how no, NBA players have necessarily dropped not even a whole lot of NFL players have really been injured uh, when it comes to but they're supposedly all vaccinated because if you're not vaccinated you can't play like Kyrie Irving Uh, but I think it's just you gotta say you are take the saline shot whatever it is because I think there's too much money invested uh, into these players they're basically assets for the team Um, would you if you had something worth uh, you know 100 million dollars in let's say it's a car or something or a house and you, would you throw a fucking shitty contractor in there to fix it up for you? No.
3: Yeah. You're going you to, you're going to put just, questionable fuel in that, in, in that, you know, half a million dollar car. No, what if they
1: die and they don't have to pay out those contracts, maybe, you know what I mean? But, Who knows? but with certain players in certain sports, like the NBA, the con
4: you fucking die, you still money. paid. Yeah. It's, NFL's different. You break your fucking toe. You can be pulled out, but with the NBA in particular, and some NFL players, if they got a good contract, but uh, NBA in particular, you get fucking paid no matter what. It's guaranteed, whether you is play a, or not.
1: Is that a whitewash thing? Like every single or not whitewash, broad brush thing where every single one's like that? Because I can't yeah, they're all. It's,
3: un, it's based on the union. The union negotiates it. So, so when fucking it comes to baseball um, and basketball, uh, contracts are guaranteed. The NFL, nothing is guaranteed except there is a portion of your quote unquote signing bonus that's guaranteed. Um, mm-hmm. And then every, well, dude, at, at any point in the contract, they can cut you and you're done. You don't get any more of the money except the guaranteed money that you, you are owed.
1: But with, um, so what about right, the Sean the Watson? He, he,
3: what he about just got, Sharon he Watson? just got one of the highest guaranteed contracts ever. That's insane. And he a might not even bill, play,
2: right? He's exactly. not, gonna play. Not? not that good. Well, no, he's he's really not.
3: it's from all the cases, you know, he's got all these lawsuits and shit against him. Like he may not, you know, the NFL may say, Oh, well, you know, we can't have this bad pub. He's, he's got to sit, you know, kind of like what MLB did with Trevor Bauer and making him sit for, you know, supposedly beating up a girl that wanted him to punch her in the face while he was banging her. I don't, you know, it's just, Hey, that's what happens with with these contracts, Ryan, you know, you get some of these NFL and now they're starting to get, ridiculous there too to the point where they're guaranteeing this astronomical money and it's all gonna crash eventually. It has to. There's and wasn't no, it like Cleveland
1: or something that he got signed to?
3: Yeah. Yep.
1: Dude, and he's not that good. I mean he used he played for the Texans. He didn't yeah, look at the, the look at the other guy.
3: I mean who was it that just signed for 30 million a year? Uh what's it team? With, uh, with Washington? Um, cousin, the football team, Washington football team. Have they still not come up with a new name? Have they still not gotten a new name? WFT,
1: oh no, they they did. They're the commanders
3: now. Yeah, they just announced. Oh, they are.
4: Yeah, oh my god, that's so
1: ridiculous! Isn't that one of Joe Biden's dog's names? (laughs) It was the one that that was the one that attacked all the people. Yeah, the, the one out. that oh my God. the Secret Service couldn't handle, which is insane. I mean, like, yeah. come on, dude. Well, they Maybe did it in baseball
3: trying. too. They they made the
1: entire they season. They're now the, the guardians. They should be the hunters, like Hunter Biden. Yeah, I mean,
2: hunters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you
2: think house. there's
4: that? You're you're more into sports than than I am. Certainly. Do you think there's some? Well, I want to ask you two questions. Do you think there's money laundering in the sports business? On the, like in the, on the executive and administrative level? And two, do you think that with all the COVID stuff, you know, players being put on the COVID list, like all the, this was my first year playing fantasy and I got fucked because it was just uh, always a COVID injury or whatever. Do you think that was also a betting thing? Like they would pull certain players out to make the bets? That's another Probably. one of John C. Dvorak's theories oh. is that the sports betting was controlling who got the tests, who tested positive. If you think about it, you got a hundred mil riding on a game. You're going to pull some players out if you need
3: to. Well, you're not going to have a hundred mil riding on a game, but, um, the, well, you know, cause the what company, they do like, is uh, they, they watch, yeah. you know, they're going to watch the, the bets. Right. And, and the whole thing is so that the house wins, that's the whole way it's set up. The odds are set up so that the house wins, but I do think there's something to it. And, and I, I watch, um, what is it? Uh, Stay cashing in with Tommy G a couple times a week. He does a, a gambling podcast and uh, and they were talking about it all season with the NBA that, you know, they usually give bets at like two o'clock in the afternoon and they weren't giving a lot of bets because you didn't know if the guys were going to be playing that night. And so they'd give you a couple ideas and say, okay, here's what we're thinking. If these guys are playing, because especially in a sport like basketball, where there's only five guys on the court at a time, one player can cause a tremendous change in the dynamic. So, from a betting mm-hmm. perspective, yeah. and with especially now with all the prop bets that are out there, it really messes with the betting game. Um, and I think some of it was intentional. You know, some of it was these guys would have to take a night off, or, you know, an NFL guy would get you come down with a virus and have to miss two games. And I think they did manipulate it that way. I mean, you have to understand sports, for the most part, is fixed um, in, oh, in a 100%. lot of ways. I mean, I'm not not taking away from the athletes or any of that, but the, the, the prof- idea of professional sports, it's not what we think it is.
2: I mean, what are the odds of Tampa Bay winning three championships all in the same year? Yeah.
3: One city winning three titles in the same year. And, and, and if you listen to a guy like Zach Hubbard, who I know some people are like, ah, he's an asshole, but you, you get into his gematria stuff and you know, he ties it right to sports and you start looking at some of the scores of these games and some of the records as they win. And, and, and of course he points it out after the fact, but he also gambles and he puts his money where his mouth is. And, uh, you know, he uses Gematria to gamble and he is yeah pretty darn successful.
4: Dude, that's, that's a good move. If you can, if you're that good at Gematria, you can make your bets on it, dude. That's Hey, if someone's caught, you know, there's some people out there who just spit out numbers and all equals 33 or whatever. But if you're actually putting money on
3: that shit and you're doing well, give some credence to the whole Gematria thing. Because, I mean, we are in a realm of numbers when it boils down to it, and it's repeating patterns. So, what you know, yeah. what is that? That fractal is just numbers or, or waves or frequencies that are just repeating over and over. So,
1: you know, I mean, look at the Super that. Bowl.
2: What's that? I mean, look at the Super Bowl. I mean, it had been 33 years since the Cincinnati Bengals were in the Super Bowl. It was the year of the Tiger. Everybody thought and put money on the Bengals to win. And, you know, like you're saying about betting, I mean, they, they could have controlled it just to, you know, fuck with the system. Well, who's to say <laughs> like they didn't
3: control it to fuck with the system, Mikey, because who won the Rams, yeah. right? And, and look and at the carries and the, and they were, they had that blue and yellow that we've seen yep. ever since the super bowl, you know, and it, a, I almost feel like that was an operation in itself, right. is, It was a win, you know, either way you could, you could say it was a, it was a psyop, right? Because if the, if the Bengals win in the year of the tiger, 33 years after making it, well, there's your story in itself. But then you go the other way and you say, well, no, everybody thought they were going to win, but they flipped the script. And now they had this new agenda they had to push and they were going to do it through a color scheme and they were going to get you to start Going into well, the, the brown-yellow s- mindset, right? That divisive the war worn yellow separates. Aries, yeah. Yep. Exactly, dude. And what happened
4: right after the fucking Super Bowl? Two weeks later, boom, war.
1: Yeah, you, you know? let the Olympics finish fucking and Putin. the
3: war started. Yeah. Yeah, they call him Pootler. It's like Putin and Hitler mixed oh my god. I, I am so it's sick like... of the propaganda. I I can't even. I haven't looked. At, I, I'm on a news fast. And I haven't gone to any of the news pages in 10 days now. And it's a beautiful thing because I was just going and I was just laughing. I I treat the newspaper or, you know, any news website kind of like the comics and just laugh at the stories because you're like, oh, that's bullshit. You know, that's not true. Like they had a story about uh, uh, I I saw on Instagram, a 10 year old Ukrainian girl had her Mm -hmm cell phone stolen by soviet soldiers but the ukrainian army recovered the phone and gave it back to her and it's like her with this gleeful look on her face that she got her phone back from her heroes i'm like holy fucking propaganda i mean and then they carved a swastika into
1: her stomach because that's what they really would do you know they're they're dude they're they're freaking you know and it's so tired to say it but those those motherfuckers are nazis over there dude Like with
3: little exception, it's very weird.
1: But the Nazis are asking
3: us for help, right? Asking us to defend Maripol. And then they're out there. They they they're not even hiding it. The Azov Battalion is is out there like front and center. Like
1: well, dude, Matt, you're a pretty good student of history. When has it ever worked out when the United States military or the government or whatever you want to call it arms a certain side of a conflict that we're not directly involved in? What ends up happening years later? Oh, yeah. It turns on out
3: well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's where ISIS comes from. That's
3: where Al Qaeda comes from. I mean, take your pick on all these, you know, and look at all the conflicts. We didn't win any of them. You know, like, I mean,
1: (sighs) I would say we won. I mean, we did win Vietnam. We just didn't get the the goal. I mean, if you look at all the metrics. What was it? Two million people in Vietnam killed on the enemy yeah, side, of the, and the fifty thousand and a million. Yeah, but why did
3: we we lost yeah. all those people for what? Yeah, to nothing. Stop, I mean, there's to no stop, stop an in imaginary a war threat. Like, like that's my thing. When you win a war, it's there was a real purpose. The people get something out of it, and and all of these conflicts we've been in since World War II. I mean, you can include World War II because that was bullshit too. But all of these wars are, are just i don't know i can't i can't none of them have been won we've lost every single war korea of course Vietnam. you know you even go into like little things like panama and things like i mean it's just stupid little conflicts that we didn't come out of well libya right
1: i mean dude even if you if you uh if you're gonna look at it like that, then yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason that we Gulf of Tonkin never even happened, right? I mean, we know that at this point. So yeah, the whole idea of any of these wars is all bullshit. But um, it is just kind of interesting. I think when people say that we lost Vietnam, because I mean, there was no like you say, there's no winning. But I mean, if you're talking numbers, the United States oh in pure death,
3: about- yeah. I mean, we just went over it, yeah. there and and firebombed the the country for months or for years.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, of
3: course, you're going to rack up well, a good body count. But from a strategic standpoint and 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 net yeah, what of what 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 happened when the war started and where were we when the war ended? I mean, well, in I
4: think the strategically, it was a failure. But on a strategy level, if your strategy is to make money for the military industrial complex, we
3: were very successful. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and it was also to divide the we... country, too. You know, that was another part of the big part of Vietnam that a lot of people, you know, you don't talk about because when you're focusing on the war, but it was a big divisive tool to to be used back home. Dude, that that war broke a generation. It broke the boomers, dude. The
1: boomers were kind of useless after that. You know what I mean? Oh, my my grandfather
4: fought in the war. I barely know the guy because he's just so loony. You know what I mean? Like he just like barely hanging on. You know what I mean? But well speaking of false flags, you, you you know mentioned the Gulf of Tonkin. Have you guys heard this is more of a relevant topic. Have you heard about the incoming bombing uh on in New York that's supposed to happen tomorrow?
1: No. No. Have
4: you not seen this? Is this that viral? the one that I
3: posted in Instagram, Kyle?
4: Yeah, it's it's from a YouTube channel yeah. which is a robot voice reading text. Uh i I think it was was it supposed to be today or tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. I think it's four uh, nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, so there's supposed to be some sort of chemical attack on New York tomorrow. Uh, I think it was a week allegedly. early.
3: I think they, I think they got the psyop wrong and they sent <laughs> him out a week early last or week. Or it's
4: predictive programming because well, those were just smoke grenades you buy at the at the fireworks
1: stand. Hey, right? maybe they're gonna be something else in them though, dude. And then you know the world's supposed to end on the 22nd
3: too. You know what I mean? Yeah, me? exactly. Friday. So- Let's yeah. see. Hey, hey, at least we get to celebrate 421st. You know, they, they give us our, a holiday <laughs> yeah. and then they'll, then they'll just end the world. And at they least give it, it, then they take
4: master debaters too. You know, it's a good thing
3: too. If we, if we didn't have this, what would the world be right, Matt? <laughs> that's Seriously, true. man, there'd be some real intellectual people out there with nothing to do. Cause that's well, all that do, listens do you guys- to the Monday night master debaters.
2: So you guys have a take about what happened at the, the subway in New York? Because uh, magically, none of the cameras were operating when that happened. Nobody so, died. I, Sounds nobody like an
3: MKUltra operation to me. Well, you have yeah, multiple because other because the guy turned himself in. And he was black, like he. And well, yeah, there's so many. I mean, first of all, they were looking for a five foot five man. And if you saw the size of this gentleman, you could not mistake him for five. I think one of his tits was five foot five, but this guy was a giant. Um, and (laughs) and the whole thing with him is like it's almost like he did the operation, went back to the hotel, and then all of a sudden they flicked that switch and he went out of the programming and saw himself on tv and like holy shit that's me and he called the cops on himself and was like hey why well, am i am the guy that you're looking for on television and they went and arrested him with no issue i mean if that's right. not mk ultra sounding i don't know what is it'd be great well, if they have, have the a history reporting. of of black supremacy
4: nationalist views that he's posted publicly online so
3: they say
1: after the fact they're showing they show any of those things, Kyle, or any- they're on
4: YouTube. You I've seen-,
3: seen I've I've seen links and to- yeah, but how easy is it, it to mess love. with somebody's page if you control them, right? And after the yeah, fact, that way, they, I'm, I'm sure there's some way they can go on and add posts and yeah. stuff. And I'm that not was- denying that at all, but simple solution, he was a, a black
4: racist, you know what I mean? He hated he hated anybody. Now, Kyle, was, you're a, a
3: hunter, racist. right? You, you know how to how yeah. to shoot. What is the not probability a shoot, I'm not of 33 shots fired in a tr- subway car, and yeah. not one of them is near fatal? Everything is extremities. Everything no is an arm to or a YouTube. leg. Right. Hmm. Uh, bear,
4: I'd say very unlikely. Uh, depending on what rounds he used to, if he was using, if, if he was using FMJ, one of those was going to go through somebody's arm and hit their chest, or if he was using hollow point, one of those shrapnel pieces were going to was going to hit an artery someone should have died
3: christ uh, if you're using a 22 it's going to hit somebody right i mean yeah yeah that's what but i know that's, like that's nine, what just doesn't make any nine sense yeah. the statistical improbability of him firing 33 shots and not really severely wounding anyone and then on top of it like we said none of the cameras were working at the station before where it happened the stop that it happened at and the stop after where it happened. Those are the only three sets mm-hmm. of cameras in the whole city that were down at that time. And right. this just so happened to happen 20 minutes after the lieutenant governor was indicted on every sort of fraud and corruption charge you could be charged with. Right.
4: So- well, and the media's response to it as well. You're right, Matt. A hundred percent. I it's a cover-up for something it was. MK Ultra activation, you know, they said them, you know, kill John Lennon, and that's what happened, and he just flipped a switch and, and went. But also, look at the media response too. They were constantly pointing out the high capacity magazines. They were constantly pointing out the 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 semi auto feature of these pistols, which every pistol is semi automatic. And would if Biden retarded, come
3: out and say you know? the day before,
4: the day before at banning high capacity magazines and ghost guns, and it's and like- then
3: did you see what his gun? Like, it was like a retarded infant tried to scrape off the cereal on his gun. So he they were trying to make the tie that this was a ghost gun. But it was you could still see the cereal clean as day. Yeah, it was it like wasn't three scratches gun. through it.
4: And it's never been illegal in the United States to manufacture a firearm for personal use. Uh, ghost guns, uh, that's just a the term they use. But it's com- it's just the same as if you bought a gun-making kit and make it. I have 3D printers. I can print a gun and buy a barrel and a firing pin and I can make a gun. As long as I don't sell it to anybody or give it to anybody, it's completely legal under this uh, United States federal law. So it's just, it's ridiculous because they can't track it. But if you buy a barrel, most of the time it's going to be trackable. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, there's way, it's not like you're doing anything illegal. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so there's that narrative. There's a gun control narrative. We've had multiple mass, mass quote unquote, mass shootings in the last week. It's like the Obama administration all over again. There were no cameras in Epstein's cell. There were no cameras at Sandy Hook. There were no cameras at the subway shooting. I mean, all of these things are for a bigger narrative. Did but
2: you...
4: I think something that, you know, we got to keep eyes out tomorrow for what happens uh, in, uh, you know, see no. if, the, if, the, if the nukes going to launch tomorrow. Uh, I'm super curious to see how that's going to go down.
1: There, I don't know if you noticed too. the same day that that uh, subway shooting happened. There was a little incident that went down in uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, right? With that cop mm-hmm. and a black dude, a white George cop, boy black dude, 2.0. wrestling, Yeah, but at the same time, so you have on one instance, a black dude shooting up a subway and another instance, a, a white cop shooting a black man while he's on top of him. And his uh, friend was filming that very calmly, you know, very center of the frame. If my buddy is wrestling a cop, I'm gonna be yelling. I'm not gonna be filming first of all, and I'm gonna be yelling like, "Hey, dude, stop fighting the cop!" You and know what I mean? Like, you got
4: him, bro. You got him. Don't Did he him say him. anything to him. You know the the guy filming was just like, "Hey, get off him, of, man! Like, don't do that." You got yeah, this. It's yeah, all don't...
1: chill. Yeah. And then you have this shit that went down. Wasn't there a shooting in Houston too recently? I mean, there was a shooting somewhere in Texas, Probably. I think. I mean. Well, that's the other thing
3: to... that you're starting to see come back in the news, Ryan, is
1: police shootings, flag.
3: right? And that's yeah, been... I think it's, it's an election year. This summer
4: is going to be spicy, boys and girls. Well, yeah, it's just, and love yeah. I've said this,
1: left, I, I've I've said this for months.
4: I don't think if there's not a 2022 election, I think there will be. I don't think there my theory, let me tell me tell you my theory. Either there there won't be a 2022 election or there will most certainly not be a 2024 election i don't think it's going to happen i think emergency powers will be enacted i or the shit will hit the fan i so they're not going to give up power by any means. Well, whether Kyle, they can, the world's supposed to end on friday so well know. yeah exactly so i mean that's what I'm, the nukes gonna drop on new york tomorrow and then uh you know we'll all be dead by friday so who's gonna eat us it's going to all happen.
3: you going to get a nice Chianti and a bottle of uh, f- and some Farva beans, right? Yeah, oh,
1: dude. Yeah, man. It is uh, it is an, an interesting time always, as we say. But, you know, I, I definitely uh, see the theory of 2022 not happening as far as the election goes. But either way, even if it happens, dude, um, I think the Democrats will just steal it again, man. I still stand behind the idea, even though I'm not a big Trumper anymore. I do think that they stole the 2022 election uh, or the, I'm sorry, the 2020 election. That was a Freudian slip. They're going to steal the 2022 uh, election for sure. Um, and all these elections from now on, dude, Biden just made a, a, a plan to uh, ensure that the elections go the same way. They, they call it fortifying democracy, uh, meaning that, you know, democracy is basically dead. It's no longer the the mob rule. It's the little bit of the elite that pick and choose who wins, man. It's been like that. But now it's just in your fucking face. And it's to the point where it's like, dude, you know, it's creating a lot of apathy. It's making people not want to go vote. But um, I would just say go out and vote so that the numbers have to be so fucking insane to where it's like 200 million people voted for Biden this this election. You know what I mean? It's like and dude, that's kind of okay. what we got in
3: 2020, though, Ryan. Right. I mean, dude, we got 81 the most mil no popular fucking way president ever i mean come on
0: well, this is-
4: i don't know who i talked to recently it was on a, on a podcast i, I did I, I might not have put it out yet or i don't know but uh people are no it was yeah i did an episode with mitch uh from down the rabbit hole uh, i'm putting it out tomorrow he's saying he's already getting uh applications in the mail for mail-in ballots and he's gotten like three or four of these ballots from in different names and everything like that not ballots but applications for mail vote by mail which up until 2020 it was very hard to get an absentee ballot i i could not get i lived in illinois but i was a texas resident while i was in college i could not they were like fuck no dude
3: you're not getting a fucking ballot and now uh in most states they just giving them out like handy you know it's interesting, mm. Kyle, that you say that. My town actually sent me a notice saying that if I didn't fill out their census information, I wasn't gonna. I was gonna be taken off the voter registry. So it's almost the opposite. Like they were removing me, and I, I you know, I don't. I just found that weird. Yeah, and, and uh, well, what what state are you in? The Communist Republic of
4: Massachusetts. Okay, well, he's in, uh, Mitch is in Pennsylvania, so and we know Pennsylvania's been fucky this whole time, but that is interesting that they, uh, it, hey, it might be a good thing. Maybe they're trying to clean up those voter registration uh, records because. That was the
1: only positive I could think of. I think they're probably trying to make it because they're moving all these illegals all throughout the country, and they want to make that population in Massachusetts not grow too much.
0: You oh, know what did I mean? you see
4: that uh, the governor of Texas is shipping out all the illegals that. Come here. He's shipping them to uh, Washington D.C. Did
1: y'all see yeah, that? It's yeah. such a stupid publicity stunt, dude. I don't it's, like. It I is. don't like that motherfucker, man. Fucking hot. Wheels. Of, yeah, dude. For Texas, <laughs> he can right. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's it's just an insane publicity stunt, man. I don't know how much money it would cost to do that, right? I mean, they're probably going to say it was only the bus tickets, but it also it's the the gas, which is astronomical. They that money could have gone to something different, dude. You know what I mean? It didn't need to go to that bullshit. Where because well, they're making they're so much money from all those
4: Austin, Texas property taxes. That shit, dude. We're we're making bank here in Texas with all these Californians moving in. They're used to paying high home yeah. prices. They thought they taxes, were getting a deal moving here, and now we're just the fucking. I think it was up like over fifty percent from last year. Mm-hmm. Property taxes mm-hmm. in the in Austin. It's crazy. Dude. It, did you it's have the same all over Texas? from texas yeah dude i can't even in i'm in amarillo i and i we me and my fiance we make good money we both work in education i mean not like great money we're not rich but we should be able to afford uh, a, a starter home we're looking at right now it's almost impossible dude houses that are three bed two bath you know little backyard nothing crazy right probably shitty shitty as fuck houses uh, three hundred thousand dollars down the street from us, and it's like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? This a year ago it was one hundred and twenty, right? And, and then Kyle, so but but look
3: at the value of it. Look at the value of the house. It's probably it's probably still rated at like one ninety. Yeah, but, you're, but you're right now buying a home
1: is, in my opinion, buying a home right now is like buying like in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, something like that. You know what I mean? It's 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 a risk for sure i think we're better off
4: buying some land and getting like a prefab or something because it's it's way cheaper way cheaper yeah Should like I a manufactured myself home? and do better what was that like a manufactured home
1: yeah 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 dude they're, they're not bad you know what i mean like it's just it's in it's scary to think BlackRock has a big part in that too you know what i mean um but it's uh It's risky to try and buy anything right now.
4: Every day this week, I've been seeing BlackRock trending on Twitter, which I think is a good thing. People are kind of, you know, average Americans trying to buy a house and they see a story about it. Even our our local, you know, Facebook groups for, you know, houses for sale and stuff. People were complaining about how expensive one of these houses was. And I commented, I said, quote, you know, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. And I explained this is part of the Great Reset. And this bitch was like, uh, that's not how it works. I guess, I guess she's like a realtor or something. She's like, that's not how that works. And like fucking laughed at me. And I was like, well, here's an article saying that exactly what I told you is happening from a trusted news source that you should trust. You know what I mean? And it was basically saying, uh, you know, stock companies or brokers on Wall, Wall Street is buying up middle America. Uh, So you can't own a house and no mm-hmm. response after that, of course. But I mean, it's it's out there in our faces, and I think people are starting to see it. Uh, I I don't know what it's going to take, man. Uh, you can only fuck with people so much before the shooting starts. And I'm not advocating for violence, but, I mean, shit, once people stop being able to eat, affording their groceries, being able to drive to work, I mean. When, that's when- the exact reason
2: why I'm armed. I'm not armed to fight off the government because they, they don't really need weapons. They we they have technology. where guns are obsolete. I'm I have weapons to defend myself from other crazy people who are starving. Yeah, you know,
1: it's a good point, dude. I mean, it really is. I, the The whole tax shit. I mean, dude, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, I I slept on my taxes. I I completely like procrastinated it. Happy so tax many, aid, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so many people are pissed about taxes this year dude you know what i mean it's to the point where it's like i wonder how many people didn't file you know what i mean um i know i'm probably gonna have to pay a penalty or something down the road but dude i just i completely fucking like just wasn't even thinking about it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um i mean it sucks man i, I know that even the uh, the tax agents are like dude this administration is it fucked us this year you know what i mean and i had to pay a lot more this year if i was going to follow through with it i would have had to pay a lot more than I ever have. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, dude, where the fuck's that money going Ukraine? Well, in you know one of mean?
4: the one of the COVID bills, uh it w- or maybe it was the omnibus spending bill, some bullshit they there was like, I don't know, like a few hundred bill going directly to the IRS for more staffing. Yeah. I don't know if that has actually, you know, been followed through with, but that's the scariest. When you start giving the IRS money to actually investigate shit it's gonna be, I mean, because they've said they've been backed up since 2020 on the actually, like, ta- I, but I got my fucking return in three days after filing, so it's just, I, I bet they're just giving them, you know, go pushing them through, and then on the back end they'll go and check shit out. But, but you're right, dude. It's 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 fucked.
1: Yeah, yeah. I owed money, dude. I make, I don't make much money, man. And I somehow you owed money? money. Yeah, I did. You too. have to pay
4: state taxes.
1: What's that? Oh. Yep. You pay state taxes.
4: See, in Texas, we don't have an income tax. So uh, I've never had to pay. Well, when I lived in Illinois and New Jersey, I paid like, you know, 20 bucks in state taxes or something. But I've oh, never. Yeah,
1: yeah. We have state and federal. I mean, we got all, all of them. But here, I've but never
4: got- owed money on my federal taxes. I don't. Uh, I guess if you have kids, it's different or.
1: Nope. No what? kids. I mean, no, that's they, what's wild. now
3: it. it's different because if you got any of the, uh, you know. Covid money, then they would tax you on it. So that all that money that they gave you that was free money is taxable. Well, they said it wasn't taxable to me. They told me that what didn't
4: count as income. Uh, yeah,
2: I I got that same letter.
4: Yeah, that said it doesn't count as income. Don't there worry about it. Know. You know what I mean? So there I was didn't supposed get be- taxed on it, but I mean the tap my my checks are. I get more money taken out of my checks. So I don't have to pay anything on the back end, I guess. That's what it is. I claim zero. Yeah. You know, when you fill out a W two. So I don't know if y'all do it differently, but I've never had to owe money. But like my parents, they live in Texas too. And every now and then they have to, you know, especially now that they own their own businesses, they have to pay more. Uh like they do quarterly taxes and everything. So I'm sure it's different for everybody depending on what 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 you do for your income. But when you know, when they ask, like, did you do any crypto this year? I'm like, That's none of your fucking business. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's not like I made money on crypto, so it doesn't matter. But I was just like,
3: no, none of your business. Yeah. Well, here's a thought for you. Why do we pay taxes if they can just print infinite money anyway?
4: Good fucking point.
3: Yeah. You know? Yep. They're just sucking. part of the slavery.
2: It's part of the slavery.
3: Exactly. Hey, on that note, we are going to wrap it up. This has been another fun conversation. And it didn't get to the point of debauchery which is a great ending point (laughs) usually we we get to that point of just absolute debauchery and have to cut it off hardcore this is an esteemed panel here we don't have to do it so let's go around and and uh and tell the people where they can find you and by the way for those of you who don't know kyle is the best fill-in host at the legit bat i will back that oh
4: Thank you. Thank you.
3: Well, I, I guess no one fills I'll in for Ben quite like you do.
4: Well, thank you. I'll, I'll start that. So uh, I'm Kyle. You can find me at the legit bat podcast. Uh, that's what I do. That's like my main gig. And then on the side, I host my own show, uh, the big dumb podcast. You can find it anywhere. Um, not so much on YouTube just cause once I started getting videos taken down, I just gave up on that. So I'm working on other platforms right now. Uh, but yeah, we're on all podcast platforms, big dumb podcast. And, uh, Thanks, Matt. This was, it's always a pleasure. And uh, I don't know about esteemed, but you
3: know, we're, we, we did keep it pretty tame tonight. I'll say that. For Monday Night yeah. Master Debater standards, we, this is esteemed. This is a good one. <laughs> Mikey, where can the people find you, brother?
2: Uh, you can find me on my socials at KGUP FM and uh, you can go to www.kgup1065.com. Uh all my videos are pretty much on YouTube, but um I am gonna be looking for different platforms over the summer because you know, cause I work as a as a teacher, so a lot of my time is just I gotta get up early and so fall and spring and winter, it's just really hard to to do all this stuff. And
4: (laughs) summers are nice in education, dude. I'm I'm right
3: there with you. Yeah. Excellent. And you you have a Patreon, right, Mikey?
2: Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I just started one.
3: I will put the link in, in the description, all your links and everything down there so that people can find cool. you. Excellent. Appreciate thank it. you for joining us, brother. I really appreciate you coming on.
2: Yeah, it's a real honor. Thank, thank you.
3: All right, Ryan, we're at that point. Are we wrapping, huh?
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Dangerous World Podcast. Know where to find me, hopefully. And uh, check out the uh, daily news dump on YouTube. That's pretty much all I do on YouTube now. Uh, that's a fun little program. Uh, the only trusted news source, in my opinion, okay? It's just real quick news bites. Um, but yeah, patreon.com slash Podcast, And I mean, you can listen anywhere else that uh, podcasts are heard. What
3: about you, Matt? Great Deception Podcast, Instagram, YouTube, Bit, Shoot, Odyssey. Uh, and on our my YouTube channel, my son just came up with an idea. He wants to go on YouTube live with me and do some live uh, photo uh, analysis, looking at some old world pictures and stuff like that. He's kind of getting into the history stuff. He's nine. So uh, I think I'm going to start like doing a little segment with him, you know, maybe like 10, 15 minutes to start every week where we hop on YouTube and, you know, he wants to to talk to people, he says. So uh, I'm thinking about- (laughs) Yeah, thinking about getting that going, but I, I'm, I'm going to work on building up the YouTube channel with you know corny stuff. This won't be up there right now. Although I do want to get my goal is to get the master debaters on YouTube and see how long it takes before they take a channel. So we may create a dummy Great Deception channel and put this. Yeah, on a separate channel. Yeah. Yeah. going to long for sure. Yeah, no, and that's why. Like I, every it's funny because every single one of the master debaters for the last. I'd say, oh, well, this year probably uh, has one of those little COVID tags on it now. And it's like, it's just so ridiculous. So if it got, it has one on Spotify, I can only imagine what YouTube would do to it. So, hmm. all Shit. right, guys, with that said, thank you for everything. Have a great night. Uh, stay safe, stay strong and question everything. Peace.
2: Thank you so much for watching this episode of KGP Presents. Be sure to follow Ryan of the Dangerous World podcast and Kyle from the Big Dump podcast and the Legit Bat podcast. And of course, Matt of the Great Deception podcast. And if you enjoy this episode of Monday Night Master Debaters, you can check it out every Monday night on the Great Deception podcast. You can find all these shows by searching on your favorite podcast provider or click the links in the description below. And um, like I said before, uh, this summer, I have a bunch of shows lined up. I'll be doing an interview with Randy from the Red Thread podcast and another show with Austin Austin just to kind of catch up. Um, he's from the Mellow Dome. Uh, I listen to his show twice a week. So he's always has great content. And I myself learn a lot from him. And I, I feel like he kind of reflects my Interpersonality, personality who I wish I could be more like, um, you know, he's just really outgoing and very laid back, very relaxed. Um, you know, I, I love just commenting on his chat and, uh, just popping in, you know, just get, uh, giving him a call. And I, 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 even bought one of his shirts. So, uh, I definitely, um, love being a part of his show. And then, um, I'm going to have Chris from the flat earth university, and, of course, Sean Hibbler from The Next Level, the movie, and, you know, of course, The uh, Level, the, the original movie. And if you haven't checked those out, you can check them out on um, YouTube and I think Vimeo. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, just send me an email at info at KGUP1065.com. You know, I've always had an open door policy. Just I just don't think people really know. And as long as you're cool, I'm down to have a regular conversation and and turn it into a show. I mean, so many times I've had conversations where I'm like, oh, my God, I wish there was a video camera and it was recording or I wish it was live streaming. And so often people have incredible stories that are worth sharing to the public. And a lot of people just don't even realize that they're they're interesting. Um, You know, I'm hopefully I, I would love to get my friend Elder. If you're listening, I, I want to have you on my show because I think your story is incredible. It has nothing to do with conspiracies, but in a way, your life experience is a conspiracy. So uh, I definitely want to have this guy on the show. I mean, he was a former comedian. He was like one of my best friends. And uh, I definitely want to have him on and, and talk about his life story, living on the streets of San Francisco. I mean, literally living on the streets. Um you know, I definitely love doing this show. I I enjoy it more. The more I do it, the more I love it. And the more relaxed I am, I'm not as nervous and timid as I used to be because I used to get really nervous. I still do. I still get really bad anxiety whenever I know I'm going to have a guest on the show. And I don't know if that's ever going to go away. I mean, I think it's just just a natural part of who I am. And but I I don't care. I just love doing it. It's a rush. And I think that's why I love it because nothing else gives me a rush more than doing this show. And uh, before I go, uh, be sure to leave a comment and share the show with someone that you think might learn something new or or someone says, do you know of any podcast that I might like? Um, Send them this link and hopefully they like it and learn something new. And if they do, cool. Um, Just share it and if they hate it well that's good too (laughs) if you want uh, a little extra and you want to be a part of this show uh please join the patreon it's just three bucks uh for annual subscribers you'll get a free copy of my book once it releases hopefully at the end of the year um and and you'll if you become an annual subscriber you'll automatically get a t-shirt and then um I might put you on the drawing anyway, and you'll get a second shirt. So if you win, but uh, yeah, I just want people to join. I don't really care about making a lot of money. I just want it to to pay for itself. And then everything after that is just gravy. But um, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, until next time, um, you know, hit me up. I'm I'm on social media at KGUPFM. you know like the the radio station because that's what this started out to be and uh check that out it's on the on the it's on the website too and uh we do have a lot of cool music and uh, i'm always open to, uh, to new suggestions as long as it's not mainstream i i don't play mainstream on the radio i've always been an anti mainstreamer and uh you know almost my entire life ever since i was a kid ever since i discovered independent music. I've always been a supporter of independent music and the more conspiratorial it is, the more flat earth music, I love it even more. So, um, anyway, I, am not going to ramble anymore. So you have a great day, have a great night, have a great morning. Uh, we'll see you next time. And, uh, until next time, this is Mikey J I'm out. (laughs)
0: on and In a distant time We have to wake up and change the world As the result of 2000 years of hypocrisy Ego-driven leaders in pursuit of property Power and wealth and fame. Oppressing, a murdering, killing all in God's name Iniquity, in spread across the nation Humanity is into separation In the midst of a darkest hour We rise to reclaim our power In this visit time We need love and identity More than hate and jealousy yeah. In this visit time We need education More than bullets and bombs Stay there using dirty politicians brainwashed education war on religion racial division food with no nutrition hey this is the Babylon system their intention to use on a wicked invention all the propaganda promoting consumerism Exile distraction only misdirection to break Kyanite I collection but if you want come from me they make you not say what I want this is all I get you ready for the Armageddon I'm in a for the revolution power love compassion Cause if we go at them with weapons then they have more guns Go at them with money then they have more funds With unification then time to done We owe to our daughters and some In a D.C. time Energy, hate jealousy, yeah. In a distant time, we need education More than bullets and bombs In a distant time, we need to care for young and old More than silver and gold In a distant time, we have to wake up and change the world In a distant time We love and energy, more than hate and jealousy, In a visit time, we need education, more than bullets and bombs. In a visit time, we need to care for young and old, more than silver and gold. In a visit time, we have to wake up and change the world.